medical term for death, it's when the heart stops beating for whatever reason. Say someone who's in a motor vehicle accident, meningitis, they've got cancer, whatever you can think of that causes a person to die. When they die, that's called cardiac arrest. Now, what we're finding is that the advances in resuscitation science are beginning to challenge our understanding of what death really is. So we used to think clearly there's a black and white, you know, you're either dead or you're alive. And now we know that there's this long and significant period after you die in which you enter this gray zone where death can be reversed. Now, clearly, if you leave someone long enough, the cells inside the brain will become so damaged that no matter what you do, you can't bring them back again. But no one really knows how long that time is. So should you wait, say, an hour or two hours or 10 hours or six hours after a person has died before being certain that their cells are now irreversibly damaged. So what do scientists know now that they didn't know 10 or 20 years ago? I mean, why has this ability to bring people back after death, why has it expanded so much? Well, the key discoveries, I think, that have happened perhaps more so in the last 10 years is that essentially the notion that we had, that we only have four or five minutes after you deprive brain cells of oxygen leads to absolute irreversible brain cell damage has now been shown not to be correct. And therefore, we now know that cell death is a biological process that takes place through enzymatic processes. In other words, there are catalysts, chemical catalysts that lead to cells to die. And therefore, if you learn how to manipulate those, you can therefore bring back a whole person. And that's really where the focus has become. And that's what we are uh, dealing with. So how do you do that? How, how do you slow down cell death? We know that chemical changes from high school chemistry need heat. So if you were to cool down the body, you will slow down the rate by which the chemical steps that are taking a brain cell that's potentially viable into a state of irreversible damage is taking place. You can slow down that rate. Now, we're not talking about cryogenics. We're not talking about freezing. We're talking simply about chilling the body from 99 degrees to, say, 92 degrees Fahrenheit. So just a little bit. And is there anything else besides cooling the body that you're doing? You find there are things done in other countries. For instance, in Japan and South Korea, as well as Taiwan, one of the things that's pretty much their standard of care in many of their hospitals, even in the emergency rooms, is they have a device called extracorporeal membrane oxygenation. And as the name suggests, or abbreviated to ECMO, it's essentially a system by which they take blood out of a person's body, they siphon it out, it goes to a membrane, and the membrane delivers oxygen to it, and then it's pumped around the body. And by doing that, they're giving their doctors hours of time to slow down the rate by which brain cells are dying and go back and fix the underlying problem that caused the person to die, say a heart attack or a road traffic accident, that a you know, young person who hemorrhaged, go back, try and fix the problem, and get them back again. And they're having enormous success by doing that. But incredibly, in the United States, it is not standard of care. You'll be lucky if they have it at a hospital. And if they do have it, it's very patchy, whether they use it for these patients or not. And so that is a real game changer we found uh, in this field. This is really remarkable what you're talking about. I mean, just what science, what medicine has discovered about how to bring people back to life. And, and we should talk some about case histories here. I mean, you've, you've had a lot of personal contact with these, and you tell some remarkable stories in your book, Erasing Death. Uh, tell me about uh, Joe Tiralosi. 
He was a he's a 57 year old gentleman who uh, was a chauffeur driver who came to Cornell Medical Center where I used to work, and essentially as soon as he arrived, his heart stopped, and he died. He came and he had almost 50 minutes of CPR, where most doctors at that point would have given up on him. And incredibly, the doctors who were on went on for longer, and eventually, at about that time, they managed to restart his heart, while at the same time, as we said, cooled him down, using primitive stuff, ice packs, you know, taking literally bags, filling up from the drinks vending ice machine, and putting it all over his body, cooling him down to preserve his cells. And then he was taken to the cardiac catheterization laboratory and they found that he has a massive heart attack, which is what had caused him to die. They fixed the problem, took him to the coronary care unit, and they all thought he's going to be brain damaged because he had such a long period of cardiac arrest. But incredibly, he recovered. And when they took him out of his coma, he started telling the nurses and people there that he had this very profound experience that had completely changed him. So it put together...